You're listening to Get the Skinny with your hosts, Brian Kilby and John DeLuna. This is Get the Skinny. I am Brian Kilby, and I am joined by John DeLuna. John, how's it going? Brian, Brian, I have breaking news. Oh. You are Tell me. familiar intimately with uh, Cheerwine, correct? Yeah, of course. Of course, yeah. Are you... I mean, I, I live like 25 minutes from the uh, headquarters. Okay. That must be like a, a magical place with Oompa Loompas yeah. and... And I'm 40 minutes away from the Krispy Kreme headquarters, so... Uh-oh. Yeah, you know where I'm going? No. So, those two companies are entering into a marriage made in soda. What? Krispy Kreme has partnered with Cheerwine again, this time for a donut-flavored soft drink. Oh, God. So before, they did this year's, they did, uh, so two, three, four years ago, they did a Cheerwine-flavored donut, and mm-hmm. it was fantastic. Mm-hmm. It was uh, it was amazing. I loved it. But a donut-flavored soda sounds disgusting. Yeah, they're doing the reverse. They're doing the uh, Street Fighter Cross Tech and Tekken Cross Street Fighter thing, although this is actually happening. So two Southern classics, one legendary taste, says the bottle. Of Cheerwine Cream soft drink. Can, oh, God. Can you believe it, Brian? Can you believe it? So I heard about this. I didn't know what it was. I didn't realize it was supposed to be Krispy Kreme. I just thought it was. I, I didn't connect the dots. That is the cream in Cheerwine oh, Cream. So it's uh, it's currently being distributed. So I, I think, Brian, all we got to do is kind of look for it. I lo- Yeah, I was out today at the grocery store. Uh-huh. And I actually was looking for it, but I, that's, I didn't realize that's what it was. That's disgusting. Well, now you got to look uh, a little bit harder. Yeah, I, I was thinking it was like a cream soda. That's just, I thought it was like a Cheerwine cream soda is what I was thinking. Well, indeed, Brian, it's um, it's a marriage made in North Carolinian uh, heaven. I, I guess for those folks who don't know what Cheerwine is, it's a soft drink that's sort of cherry-flavored, uh, but it's not like a cherry cola. It's sort of a unique. Uh, deal that's out of North Carolina that's, I guess, now in pretty much all 50 states, depending on the um, uh, distributor, uh, but primarily available in the southeast, and it's delicious. So, yeah, Brian, I uh, had to kick off the show with that little tidbit. Uh, would you say, like, both those are, are – are those two of the biggest brands from your – state like in the history of your state are these like on the mount rushmore of north carolina uh, i mean they're iconic i mean there are other brands like I don't know, bank of america and things like that that and, and nascar i guess cam newton yeah alonzo I mean, morning uh i don't know about alonzo morning like rick flair michael jordan oh yeah it, I, it's and it's saying something i said rick flair before michael jordan <laughs> uh that's accurate i'm gonna say i'm gonna say you're correct there okay so john uh you know, so we're actually, uh, it's been a few weeks since, since our last episode. We actually lost the last recording. I've been having some technical difficulties uh, with some podcast stuff. So um, get the skinny kind of suffered. So we, it, it's really been four weeks now. So I, I really wanted to give one quick update. Uh, and the last show I mentioned that I went to the doctor for an ultrasound and I was having some issues with um, like a, what was it? A kidney stone, I guess. Mm-hmm. Looks like it looks like I'm okay. So for everybody out there who is patiently waiting to find out if I was going to live or if I was going to die, I guess I'm okay. Did you pass it? 
No. Uh-oh. Doc- the doctor said that it was in a place where it wasn't going to come out. Oh, that's right. Yeah, so. Well, you know, because I told you yes. when we recorded Oh, last, yeah. Or, or when we didn't record nah. But uh, one thing, actually, that we uh, we, we did, it, it was brand new when we, when we recorded, or didn't record, was Pokemon Go. And it seems you've been playing that since, uh, since we talked about it last. Yeah, I've been playing uh, a fair amount, not an excessive amount, I don't think, but I've put in some time with it. I'm at level 21. I know that means nothing to you, Brian. It means something nope. to somebody out there, but it's fun. I, I will say this, that it is, uh, it is the most motivating, like, fitification, gamification gadget I've ever had. Now, I've never had a Fitbit. I've always, like flirted with the idea of having a Fitbit, but I've got Pokemon Go, and obviously it's designed to make you walk lots of places, and it has worked out for me. The game's been out about two weeks uh, as of this recording, give or take a few days, and I've traveled, run, jogged, walked over a hundred kilometers. Holy crap. According to, just, you know, for what from what the game has tracked, and I'm going to guarantee you that I would not have gone that far. I would not have jogged that far, that's for sure, if this thing hadn't had come out. So it's got me moving. It's got a lot of other people moving. I think it's a good thing. I, I, don't, think, um, I don't think you can deny that it's got a lot of people going outside that wouldn't normally go outside. Um, bless you guys. I ha- yeah, I, I have friends who are um, sedentary to the extreme who are actually now out and about playing this game. Yeah, got to get that Clefairy. Yeah, and like, you know, now that I live in something approaching a city, yes, I actually see people up walking around like parks and things um, playing the game where before I never really noticed it. Now, explain to me why you have not jumped into this zeitgeist. Uh, just time. It's been about. It's been um, it's it's been a rough time lately with like, uh, the heat, uh, and work. Um, so like I've had a lot of work that I've had to catch up on and, and things like that. And mm-hmm. uh, God, I mean, it's like a hundred freaking degrees every day. And I know it's hotter there, <laughs> but it's like it's like it's like humid as can be here. It's ridiculous. Um, I have some tips actually for people who are playing Pokemon Go people who are obviously not named Brian Kilby and some, uh, some little, uh, interesting trivia surrounding like fitness and Pokemon go itself. So Brian, I'm going to drop some knowledge on you really quick. Uh, one, did you know that most experts agree that adults need about 150 minutes of moderate aerobic exercise per week, which is basically 25 minutes a day with one day off every week. So not, not, you know, not a ton, but with consistency, 25 minutes a day, one day off, not too bad. Very doable. Well, if you take that 25 minutes a day and you round up to 30 minutes, that's also the time that you get when you use the lucky egg item in Pokemon Go. The lucky egg item doubles your XP for 30 minutes. Oh wow! So it's kind of like they're, uh, it's kind of like they're suggesting that you get out and get your double XP for... 30 minutes and voila, you put in your uh, your moderate aerobic activity for the day. So that's nice. And I would also highly recommend, just from a gaming standpoint, 
you've got to like play those lucky eggs, especially once you get up into the higher tiers. Every time, like once you get to level 20, I'm at 21. Once you get to level 20, every time you reach a new level, the amount of XP required to get to the next level, like increases virtually exponentially, making it a pain to level up. I think they've designed it so you get to a point where it's so hard to level up, you start forgetting about, you don't care about leveling up, you care more about just collecting Pokemon, which I think is what they want in the first place. So you don't you don't uh, stay obsessed with just leveling up and over-leveling beyond everybody else. You kind of give up on that because the numbers just drive you away from that, and you get back to uh, walking around just collecting Pokemon. So uh, another uh, tip in addition to the 30-minute Lucky Egg workout, is to combine the Lucky Egg with your incense. Incense, if you put incense on your uh, your player, your avatar, you attract Pokemon as you go. And it turns out that people have tested this. So the incense is supposed to attract Pokemon to you instead of you going out and walking and finding Pokemon. The incense works better the faster you go. So if you play a lucky egg, uh, activate incense, and go for a jog instead of a run, you will attract more Pokemon. You'll actually end up getting more bang for your buck, so to speak, with those items. So instead of walking, go for a jog. It's kind of interesting that they're kind of pushing you just towards more and more movement. Anyway, uh, those are two tips, Brian. I I would say, like, my last tip is one of the other mechanics in the game is eggs, hatching Pokemon from eggs. That becomes one of the more important ways to get rare Pokemon because they hatch out of eggs. They don't really just pop up in the wild. Um, There are 2-kilometer, 5-kilometer, and 10-kilometer Pokemon. Uh, The eggs, like, like if you have a 10K egg, obviously you got to go 10 kilometers to to hatch it. Uh, The faster you move, the more you move. Obviously, the more eggs you're going to go through. And the uh, the 10K and the 5K eggs have Pokemon that in certain regions will not spawn in the wild. You have to hatch them from eggs. So the more you walk, the more you go, um, the higher chance of cracking open a 5K or 10K egg and actually getting a Pokemon that otherwise you cannot get on certain continents. So uh, those are just a few reasons and... Um, a few suggestions on how to level up faster and get out and get going with Pokemon Go. That's cool. I have one Pokemon Go tip, which is don't invest in Nintendo stock because you think Nintendo produces Pokemon Go. Man, you just busted like so many people's bubbles. No, Nintendo did that when they had to send out a uh, like an investor call or an investor note, like, "Hey guys, Pokemon Go really didn't help our bottom line that much because you know um, we." didn't create it that's awesome so i know nintendo owns like 32 percent of pokemon so uh yeah well i mean at least like pikachu must be rolling in it right you gotta think i mean somebody's i mean mr mime is like called it a career i'm sure he's off like somewhere in like the bahamas yeah he probably has his own island at this point for sure um Brian, real quick aside, I had no idea that Pokemon is like in its 20th season as an anime or cartoon. They haven't stopped producing No. Anything. Did Ash ever catch them all? Uh, no. Unfortunately, he has to keep traveling. He also hasn't aged in 20 years. Neither is Bart Simpson. It's kind of disturbing. Like if like at that like at some point like my mind can't wrap around the um, 
to being stuck in stuck in like uh, the same week like for years and years and years and these people just never change. I don't care if it's cartoons or not. I don't know. Yeah, does like if you go by the TV series, Bart Simpson is my age. But if you go by go all the way back to the Tracy Ullman shorts, he's uh, he's older than I am, and uh, and I just turned thirty seven, so. Uh, I, he is so old that how old is he? He is so old that I've forgotten. I can't. Maybe I'm so old. I cannot like. I can't accurately remember his original catchphrases. Was it "Don't eat a cow"? Don't have a cow. Don't have a cow, man. I carumba. Yeah. Yeah. Stuff like and then that. just Homer choking him, which I don't think they do anymore because of uh, the child abuse and all that stuff. Yeah, we've uh, evolved a lot as a culture <laughs> and society since then. <sighs> yeah, uh, that's still a good bit. As I, I, I'm a young father, I enjoy that bit. I'm just gonna say it's it's re, it's it's found a new relevance with me. I'm not saying anything. I'm just saying I I understand where that bit came from. That's all. Now. Brian, next topic. So, I didn't know if you were going somewhere like, uh, yeah, so one thing I would mention. <laughs> That's where is, I was uh, going. I was like, don't call, <laughs> don't call Child Protective Services on me. I just enjoy my, uh, my antiquated, outdated cartoons, right? Yeah, me too. So, um, uh, several episodes back, we were talking about Planet Fitness. And I learned about their, um, you told me about their policy against like muscle heads and everything mm -hmm. and like not having firsthand accounts or understanding of what that meant uh i thought it kind of sounded crazy but you know i moved so uh, i have uh you know like a home gym but there are certain things i don't have like a leg press and, and things like that so um the wife and i joined planet fitness and it is so much cheaper than the gym that we used to belong to it's crazy uh but, you know, they're, they're, uh, they call it like a judgment-free zone or a critic-free zone. Mm -hmm. And they have a thing called the lunk alarm where a, a, an alarm goes off if people start grunting or if, like, you start hearing weights, like, slam against the floor. Okay. But you know what? You know what the thing is? Uh, if you grunt loudly or if you slam your weights against the floor, you're kind of doing it wrong anyway. So... I, I don't actually think it's a bad idea. I think it's a great idea. I mean, there are people who are jacked who are uh, working out there, mm -hmm. uh, but, you know, they lift weights responsibly and, you know, do the reps properly. So it's not like if, if you're slamming your, like doing like a, like a, I don't know, a deadlift, if you're slamming your weights down, you wasted like that whole, that whole second part of your motion. So, um, yeah, I, I don't really get why it's it's a big deal because I think it's kind of great. Now, my one problem with it is that their weight selection, especially when it comes to their dumbbells, mm -hmm. it's, it's actually it's kind of, it's pretty limited. I, I actually have a better selection of dumbbells than they have. Are they like not heavy or not good or both or what? Uh, they only go up to seventy pounds. Oh, yeah. And I would really like yeah I would really like to go have a place that had dumbbells that went up to I don't know one hundred twenty one hundred forty. Mm -hmm. Um. Maybe maybe more, depending on, you know, what I would want to do. But, um, you know, that's fine. I, I can do that stuff at home. Does Kim like it? Oh, Kim loves it. And they have a much better selection of um, uh, equipment than my previous uh, gym did. Plus, it's so big. 
no, the equipment. There's never a time when all the equipment is being utilized. Uh, the one thing I really like is they actually have a sheet that tells you like the normal distribution of when people are there. Hmm. Like, like it'll tell you when there's heavy traffic, moderate traffic, and cool. it's it's pretty accurate. That's so. Smart. Yeah, it's it's pretty great. And uh, they have like a stairmaster. Like my old gym had one, but they have they have several. Well, at least mm-hmm. a few, and um, some cardio equipment that I don't have, so or don't have access to. So I I, I actually think it's a pretty great place. And again, it's super cheap. Like the, the there's a ten dollar uh, membership that basically gives you access to pretty th- pretty much everything in the gym. I went for the twenty just on the odd chance odd chance that I might be uh, traveling and wanted to go to another one in another part of the country mm-hmm. or maybe I wanted to bring a guest and maybe at some point I might want to use the um, like massage equipment and stuff. Bring Don. So yeah, I could, I could. Um, He'd love it. He'd have a headband. He would. He got, it would be so awesome. Yeah. But no, it's uh it's pretty awesome. I'm really happy with it. And uh, again, open 24 hours. So super convenient. That's cool uh, too. I could, I couldn't be more pleased with it. Well, Brian, I am very happy that you and Kim found a place to call home as far as like fitness away from home. I'm uh, I'm impressed just hearing like your story of, you know, Planet Fitness and what it's really like. It's easy to I mean, it's easy to get like kind of caught up in their over the top but memorable marketing. But it sounds like it's a really good thing. It, it, it makes sense. Uh of course, I joined like literally the day that um, Playmate uh, took snapped the photo of the old lady. Was that at a Planet the... Fitness? No, that was like at a Hollywood Fitness or oh, something. Okay. But yeah, like I, of course, it was immediately top of mind. So like, I didn't walk into the um... locker room. Locker room, yeah. Uh-huh. I completely skipped it. Yeah. Well. Hey, uh, as an aside, on Twitter, it's pretty obvious that the WWE has some kind of arrangement with LA Fitness because all their uh, talent, excuse me, superstars, whenever they tweet that they're on the road working out, it's always at an LA Fitness. I find that interesting. I, I'm going to keep my eyes open next time they're in the Dallas area. Maybe Charlotte will pop up at my LA Fitness. You never know. That'd be cool. Yeah, it's like playing Pokemon Go. It's like a wild Charlotte appeared. You never know. I wonder, I wonder what the. I wonder if those guys like try to go right before close or right when it opens, because that has to be a colossal beating to be a celebrity, especially like a wrestler in a in a gym like that where you will get recognized and there are people working out who fancy themselves an athlete. That's got to be a beating. Uh, maybe like like I was listening to Steve Austin's podcast mm-hmm. when he was describing when he met his his wife. Uh, he was actually at the gym when he met her, mm. and he was just working out, and she recognized him. She wasn't a wrestling fan, but she recognized him, and she walked up and talked to him. And, of course, you know, they got married. The rest is <laughs> not right, not, yeah, not right then and there. But it seems like it's really common for, you know, wrestlers to, for ha- to have people walk up to them, and or any celebrity. And uh, I, I think they're probably they they're just accustomed to it. I mean, I, hopefully somebody is not going to walk up to him like in the middle of a rap. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, I hope not. Or ask uh, if they need a spot. Please no. Yeah, yeah. Um, Brian, anything else on this episode of Get the Skinny? I'm trying to think. I went over Pokemon Go, and I 
I rocked your world with the uh, Cheerwine cream, and you validated Planet Fitness for everybody. I mean, what else you got? Uh, let's see here. I gave a weight update on when we tried to record before. I, I said I'd lost about 15 pounds. Uh, that was two weeks ago. It's exactly the same, which kind of sucks. I mean, hey, 15 pounds is 15 pounds. Yeah. Holding serve is better than uh, going back. Yeah, 15 pounds is 15 pounds. I'd rather it be like 150 pounds. That's I, I, that's where I want to stop is like 150 pounds. <laughs> okay. Actually, 150 pounds may be a little farther than I want to go. We'll say 130. Ah. I got you. Well, I mean, it's a process, right? It's a, it's a journey. Have you uh, have you changed your diet any or, or done anything? On oh, that yeah. oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've cut way back. Um, I, I'm Like at lunch today, I hardly ate a thing. I just wasn't hungry. Ah. So it's just one of those things where if you eat less, you want less. Yes. And like it, it sucks for the first day or two, but really it – it it's just natural. Like if you stop eating as much, you adjust to it. So, and like I, I'm really at the point to where if I go to a restaurant or something and I eat too much, it hurts. Hmm. Like uh, I went to a, you know, I I went to a Chinese buffet yesterday. Um, of course, obviously haven't lost weight, but I went and I ate a smaller plate than normal, and I had one instead of you know like four, like I could have done in the past, hmm. and I was very full. So, yeah, so it, like definitely um, if you if you cut back, give it a few days and you should be OK. I um, I also have to add that the same kind of effect goes when you eat just a little bit cleaner. Oh, absolutely. You start to just not uh, crave the grease. Yeah. So, uh, example. Uh, now, again, I mentioned that things have picked up with work and stuff. Mm-hmm. So. I haven't had as much time, but there was a couple of weeks uh, straight when uh, Kim and I were basically preparing every meal from that Muscle Child book that I talked about, yeah. and um, which I love that book. I ended up uh, picking up another book. It wasn't quite as good, but it's still good. Um, but like the thought of like something from McDonald's like made me sick. Yeah, it's just, it's just like it's like God, I don't want that. No, thank you. Uh, not so much the breakfast, but like the, right now, even though I, I still, um, I'm, I'm not eating as clean as I was. Uh, I, I, the last thing I want is a McDonald's burger. Right. I, I've been there. I've been there and it's, it's the same thing for me specifically with a hamburger. For some reason, a hamburger after I've been eating clean, a hamburger is the one thing that kind of turns my stomach. I don't know what it is about that. Maybe it's just, I don't know, a good, a, um, a good hamburger is such a gut bomb if it's really good. Uh, uh, yeah. I, actually, one of the things out of that book that I was primarily eating, I loved it, mm-hmm. was uh, basically a, the taco salad, which it, it was effectively just um, like lean hamburger, like 93.7, mm-hmm. um, with a little bit of hot sauce in it uh, and cumin or something. I don't know. Yeah, but fried no bun, bread. right? No, Oh, no bun. Yeah. But it was just basically – it was a bed of lettuce. Yes. Um, and hamburger, and that was basically it. And it was just basically a way to get, you know, lean meat, and it was so good. I I, I did add some salsa, and a little bit of full fat uh, sour cream because full fat sour cream is actually kind of good for you. Um, and but like pretty much nothing else, and it was so good, and I could pretty much eat that every day. Explain to me how full fat sour cream is kind of good for you. I know you. I know you have an answer for this, so I'm just asking. 
Uh, it, well, I okay, maybe a little good for you is not. <laughs> well, no, I but it's probably it's it's probably better for you than fat free. Okay. Because you know they they tend to add things to um like fat free foods to make them still taste good. Mm-hmm. For sure. And but everything I've read from um like you, your body needs fats. I mean it's I mean you can't cut fat out because yeah. you you would die. So if you if you've got to get fat somehow, sour cream is actually not not a bad way of doing. All it. right. See. I knew you had an answer. You always have an answer, Brian, for everything. But I got nothing else, John. Oh, well, uh, I have one more thing. Hey, guys, when you go to Amazon and do your shopping, there's a way to support us without doing any extra work. Well, that's a lie. You have to do minimal. Minimal. Yes, very little extra work. But it's extra work nonetheless. All you got to do is go to tfradio.net slash Amazon or... Go to tfradio.net and click the Amazon link. And when you do, some shekels from your purchase will go to Brian Kilby. And he uses those uh, nickels and dimes to keep the lights on and keep the podcasts going, keep them free, flowing, and literally free for you to download every week or so. Uh, Just go to tfradio.net slash Amazon. Or again, if you're perusing all the podcasts on tfradio.net, just click the Amazon link on the homepage, and you will support us without even really knowing it. So you can't beat that. Yeah. Brian, are you good for this exceptional award-winning edition of Get the Skinny? I'm good as long as it recorded. Um, truer words were never spoken. And guys, you will know if this was recorded correctly if you're hearing us say, we'll see you on the next Get the Skinny. This has been Get the Skinny. 